What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back, action takers, to After Hours Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Mark Savant, and I'm here to help you build a business that makes you money. All right, so let's get into it. Today, we're gonna be reading a little bit from Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. The This book is really, really, really good, and if you haven't read it, I'd recommend that you check it out. But the main concept in this book is that if you wanna get rich, if you wanna build wealth, You need to develop assets. You need assets that put money in your bank. You need to develop cash flow on autopilot, things that are gonna pay you regardless of whether you're sipping a margarita on the beach or you're working hard in the office. Whatever you're doing, this type of asset is always paying you. That is the trick, my friends. And I'm gonna let Robert explain it better than I can. And uh, by the way, quick shout out to our sponsor of the month, Fran Bridge Consulting, the best place to start your non-food franchise journey. I definitely recommend that you click the link below. Get on a call with John Austinson. He's the CEO over there. You're not going to get his assistant, his sales rep. You're going to get John, and it's a totally free call. In fact, if you even start a franchise through Fran Bridge Consulting, it doesn't cost you a dollar. He gets paid by the franchisor, not by you. So it's a win-win-win. Everybody wins. So hop on a free call at FranBridgeConsulting.com. Okay, so let's get into this excerpt from Rich Dad, Poor Dad. So we are in chapter two here. Rule number one, you must know the difference between an asset and a liability and buy assets, okay? If you wanna be rich, this is all you need to know. It is rule number one. It is the only rule. This may sound absurdly simple, but most people have no idea how profound this rule is. Most people struggle financially because they do not know the difference between an asset and a liability. Rich people acquire assets. The poor and middle class acquire liabilities that they think are assets, said Rich Dad. When Rich Dad explained this to Mike and me, we thought he was kidding. Here we were, nearly teenagers and waiting for the secret to getting rich. And this was his answer. It was so simple that we stopped for a long time to think about it. What is an asset, asked Mike. Don't worry right now, said Rich Dad. Just let the ideas sink in. If you can comprehend the simplicity, your life will have a plan and be financially easy. It is simple. That is why the idea is missed. You mean all we need to know is what an asset is, acquire them, and we'll be rich? I asked. My Rich Dad nodded his head. It's that simple. If it's that simple, how come everyone is not rich? I asked. Rich Dad smiled because people do not know the difference between an asset and a liability. I remember asking, how could adults be so misguided? If it is that simple, if it is that important, why would everybody not want to find out? It took Rich Dad only a few minutes to explain what assets and liabilities were. As an adult, I have difficulty explaining it to other adults. The simplicity of the idea escapes them because they have been educated differently. They were taught by other educated professionals, such as bankers, accountants, real estate agents, financial planners, and so on. The difficulty comes in asking adults to unlearn or become children again. An intelligent adult often feels it's demeaning to pay attention to simplistic definitions. Rich Dad believed in the KISS principle. Keep it simple, stupid. So he kept it simple for us, and that made our financial foundation strong. So what causes the confusion? How could someone be so screwed up with such a simple concept? Why would someone buy an asset that was really a liability? 
The answer is found in basic education. We focus on the word literacy and not financial literacy. What defines something to be an asset or a liability are not words. In fact, if you really want to be confused, look up the words assets and liabilities in the dictionary. I know the definition may sound good to a trained accountant, but for the average person, it makes no sense. But we adults are often too proud to admit that something does not make sense. To us young boys, Rich Dad said, what defines an asset are not words, but numbers. And if you can't read the numbers, you cannot tell an asset from a hole in the ground. In accounting, Rich Dad would say, it's not the numbers, but what the numbers are telling you. It's just like words. It's not the words, but the story the words are telling you. If you want to be rich, you've got to read and understand numbers. If I heard that once, I'd heard it a thousand times from my rich dad. And I also heard the rich acquire assets and the poor in middle class acquire liabilities. So again, it is that simple. Now, I'm going to paraphrase the next part of this because there's a lot of diagrams to, to help illustrate the points that Robert Kiyosaki is making here in this portion of the book. But again, this is the key. You need assets, not liabilities. We want to acquire assets. Now, what, what is that different? So your assets and liabilities are going to show up on your balance sheet, right? And I think when most people buy something like a home, and this is, I think, the most the best way to illustrate it, when most people buy a home, we think of it as an asset. This is my greatest asset. But he makes the point that that home is actually not an asset. It's a liability. It's a liability. You know why? Because that quote-unquote asset means you need to pay for mortgage. You need to pay for insurance. You're paying taxes. That home is not actually putting money into your pocket. It's taking money out of your pocket. It's not an asset. A better example of an asset might be rental properties, you know, real estate that's bringing you in rental income. Maybe it's stocks and bonds that are paying you out a dividend. Maybe it's notes or 401ks that are developing interest, compounding over time. Maybe it's a business that's paying you out cash flow every month. That's what we want to acquire, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we want to build. That, in its essence, I really think that this is what being an after-hours entrepreneur is all about. It's about building the assets. It's about spending that free time that you have, that after-hours effort to build and acquire assets. And I think one of the mistakes that's really easy to fall into is that when you're building your business, you're not finding a way to remove yourself from the inner workings. So what you've actually done is you may be an entrepreneur, but you've actually created yourself your own job. <clears throat> Who's managing the day-to-day -day operations? Is it you? When there's a call in the middle of the night, who handles that? Is that you? If that's the case, I think it's really important that we start thinking about how we can remove ourselves from that part of the business because, my friend, what you're building there may not necessarily be an asset. Sure, it's bringing you in cash, but it's not so much of an asset as it is a job. So that's what I would encourage you to think about. I've been really thinking about this, and if you listen to my episode a couple days ago where I talked about the March income report, I pointed out that I hired a podcast manager and that hurt my profit margins for the month. But I'm sacrificing the short term for the long term. 
building out the systems, training the team, training the manager and the various members to make sure that things happen when I'm not around. I want to be able to take a month off of work to go travel with my family. And if I'm the linchpin of the business, it's not going to happen. So I, I, I just would really encourage you to check out this book. There is so much wisdom in these pages. I'm really honored to share this quick excerpt with you. And I hope that you'll go out and acquire assets. And by the way, if you want to chat with me, hit me up, mark at marksvontmedia.com. I'd love to hear more about the assets that you're building up. What's your vision? How are you going to build up more assets? How are you going to add more assets to your balance sheet? Let me know, mark at marksvontmedia.com. Thanks for listening. Now you got the tools, baby. You know what to do. Go take the action. Catch you next time here on the After Hours Entrepreneur. Peace. Yo, are you interested in business ownership? For many entrepreneurs, the journey starts with non-food franchising. Franchising is simply the better option for many entrepreneurs and demand is at an all-time high. Lucky for you, John Austinson, founder of Franbridge Consulting, is here to help you today. John and his Frambridge Consulting team are part of the largest brokerage in the U.S. and are constantly vetting the market thoroughly. Frambridge is hands down the premier source for the best opportunities in the non-food franchising world. They will find the best business for you, your personality, and your location. From healthcare to dumpsters, from youth soccer to oil changes, even insulation and windows. And the best part, it's 100% fee-free, no additional costs to you. You may have heard John on Entrepreneurs on Fire. He has served as an Inc. 500 franchisor, a multi-brand franchisee, and in fact, he's one of the top 1% consultants nationwide. Listen, sign up for a free consultation with the CEO, John, today, not his assistant, not his sales team. Sign up for free with John today at FranBridgeConsulting.com. That's FranBridgeConsulting.com. And guess what? He's even going to send you a copy of his book for free, Non-Food Franchising. For free, free book. You got to love it. So go to FranBridgeConsulting.com right now. All right, let's get into the episode.